Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, 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 Miss Keisha. Good afternoon. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am well, and um, it's been a pretty interesting week, huh? It has. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, honestly, both shows had a lot of stuff going on that we got to unpack this week. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to talking about this. You too? Uh, yeah, so very uh, frustrating uh, yeah. this week was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you got your notes ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I, your hosts, recap the week of The Bold and the Beautiful and The Young and the Restless that we just through they was yeah the ninth the fifth through the ninth mm-hmm. so um first of all i just want to send shout outs to some of our new listeners in trinidad and tobago so oh, wow. yes we have reached um listeners across the globe not only here in the u.s and canada but in europe which includes austria and germany but now trinidad we have some listeners out there so you guys welcome and thank you so much for supporting our podcast so enjoy 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 and i'm hoping that everybody is still staying healthy and staying safe i know that um There's been some new surges on the other side of the globe. And so we hope everybody is, you know, just trying to stay healthy and stay safe as we're doing here in the U.S. as well. So, right. Yep. Okay, doke. So let's jump into this. We usually start with the young and the restless first. And then once we've done uh, with our review and recap with that particular show, then we go into the bold and beautiful. So. All right, we're going to do it like we have been. Originally, we used to do it day by day, but that became a lot tedious. So, um, and this was a big suggestion. I got to give kudos to Keisha because she used to tell me this all the time. Why don't we just do the storyline by storyline? So, (laughs) thank you so much. Now I understand. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) All right. So, um, I think with the young and the restless, we have had probably about four to four to five different storylines, maybe some little ones that were sprinkled here and there. 
But um, the first storyline that it really kicked off the week was uh, with Nate and Elena having sex at the clinic and to agree to never mention it again. Yeah. Um, I know some of the group folks in the groups were saying, oh, she's just dreaming. She's just dreaming. I'm like, being that last Friday, the, um, what is that, the second, I had already saw Monday's episode. I'm like, no, she's not dreaming. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep, cuz I sure was hoping that that's what it was. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, what did you think about that? I mean, we kind of briefly talked about it last week on how fast mm-hmm. that storyline took off, but what was your thoughts on it? I'm just I am um more disappointed in Nate um than mm-hmm. anything because and I think I said this last week it just that just doesn't seem um like something that he would do that's not his character to mm-hmm. to cheat with his cousin's girlfriend um, right so it was just it was disappointing in that aspect um and then annoyed with elena because from the beginning of this whole um amanda wanting to find out if hillary was her sister thing mm-hmm. she has um been very insecure about her relationship with devon um, because of it and we we said it she's going to be the one that ends up ruining her relationship with Devon it's not going to be Devon that does it it's because she's so insecure about what's going on with um with Amanda and thinking that Devon is going to suddenly fall in love with her because he found out that she's Hillary's sister and that's exactly what happened she let her imagination get the best of her and this is she ends up sleeping with Nate because of it like she was literally upsetting herself over nothing. Yeah. I mean, seriously, her insecurities created a whole new narrative in her head about mm-hmm. what she that her fear was talking to her. You yeah. know, saying, you know she looks like Hillary and you know your uh that your boyfriend was really the Hillary was the love of his life and she looks like her. So it's just automatically that this is probably going to happen. Yep. The thing is, is that Hillary and Amanda have two different personalities, which was interesting that Devon said that. Because yeah. the night that, and, you know, kind of touching on what you were saying, you know, that was definitely not something that I expected of Nate. He seemed to be level-headed, you know, think first before acting. He doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the impetuous type of person. So for him to just say and Elena would be like oh yeah let's do this in the clinic I mean it's like okay really I mean and it came out of nowhere we knew that they hint around with them too early on especially before the the pandemic break but now you came back and it was like bam so it like hit the fans like oh my god that came out of left field (laughs) yep it did I had a conversation actually um with a friend of mine who also watched the soaps and he said the exact same thing he was like I knew that they had some type of interest but to expect them to go sleep with each other like that yeah it was totally out of left field you know so I mean it was interesting but what did you think about Nick coming in do you think Nick knew what was going on when oh he clearly yeah (laughs) He clearly, I'm like, first of all, I'm thinking this can look bad for one of two ways for Nate. Um, 
for the reason that we know is because him and Elena slept together. But mm-hmm. and I don't then this probably didn't cross Nick's mind, I don't think. But just in general, like the way the world is today, mm-hmm. it also looks like maybe Nate tried to do something to her because he said Elena ran ran out of the clinic. Yeah, that that could have it, it could have been left up to a lot of different interpretations on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. and then if you look at like the you know um, the previews or you know how they put the notes in on how um, they highlight the soaps, they made it. They said Elena and Nate submitted to their strong mutual attraction. We didn't even see that really up until no, it happened. Yeah, it it would have been different had there been some instances where. Like maybe they thought something was gonna happen with each other, and then mm-hmm. one of them said, "We can't do this," or you know, something like that, something to mm-hmm. that effect. But none of that ever happened. There was there was like a I I think when people um so like I know with me when we first found out Elena was gonna go back to school and become a doctor, and that Nate helped her with that. I mm-hmm. I thought to myself, this is probably putting them on a path to these two getting interested in each other just because they're going to be in each other's space all the time. Um, they've got similar interests as far as their career goes. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I kind of expected it to happen eventually, but they never really, they never really had them do anything to like hint that it was coming, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, the, like you say if there was some flirting some looking across the room when they're together they're like in a corner talking and then they run away when their significant others come around we never saw any of that and then the crazy thing about it going back to again what you just said about unexpected happening from Nate Nate also said when you know Elena got dressed um, and was like oh my god what did we do Nate was like things happened Oh yeah, <laughs> he was very calm. Like he was like things happen. I'm like, dude, what do you mean? This is not just a thing. You got a whole girlfriend and your cousin. You just slept with his girl, right? Yeah, he was. I I made that note um, to myself mm-hmm. because I thought his reaction was very like nonchalant and like he did like it didn't bother him that he just slept with Devon's girlfriend exactly and then she had the nerve to talking about oh well maybe we'll just blame it on the adrenaline rush of trying to save jared's life how do you get from saving somebody's life to going in there sleeping with having sex with somebody girl she knew what she was doing girl that was so <laughs> crazy to me <laughs> that was just some some random excuse she tried to make up in her head that's the a justification to her Ex- exactly and then when she get back to the house and, you know, Devon is like, what is wrong with you? Because she's obviously acting weird, okay? Yeah. And then when Devon says, well, you know, I saw Amanda, you know, at society, and we had a conversation, and then she was going to try to use this opportunity to shift the blame on him to mm-hmm. justify her behavior. And he was like, hold on. Amanda's nothing like Hillary. And I realized that tonight. Yeah. And she's like, oh. Oops. <laughs> yeah there is no way that she's going to be able to just carry this to the grave with her definitely not she can't even she can barely be around the bottom without crying 
I mean, I mean they started crying in the middle of them having sex. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> that oh, was yeah. crazy. She is definitely. She's going to. Um, she's going to tell him. I it, and I think it's. I was expecting maybe for it to, for them to drag it out. Mm. But I feel like she's probably going to end up spilling the beans in the next couple of weeks or so. Yeah, because her conscience. She's not. Like maybe let me just think who would could carry something like that. Maybe Phyllis or Summer or Summer <laughs> who could carry exactly who could carry something like that. You know, maybe even Chelsea. Oh, you know, yeah. Chelsea's a con artist. Yeah. You know, so I mean, maybe she, people like that could carry a secret like that. But Elena, she's struggling. Yeah, and I she's was struggling. I was thinking like when we were talking, I think last week, mm-hmm. and um. I said she's going to end up pregnant, and that's how Devon is going to find out, but I don't even mm-hmm. think you'll be able to last that long. I think it's going to come out before then. And the thing is, she's not going to know who the father was, because the way that the uh, storyline was presented to us was that the Elena character, the Devon character, and Nate all slept together within uh, what, 24 to 48 hour period. Yep. Devon so, twice, actually, because her and Devon slept together that day. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, and then yeah, a few days later, day. and then that same day she went to the clinic. So her and Nate slept together. That it, it was like her and Devon slept together that day after their picnic, mm-hmm. and then like right when they got home from that picnic, um, or uh, when they got home right after, yeah, right. So they they had the picnic. They went home. They slept together, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they got done sleeping together. That was when Elena went into the clinic, and I don't mm-hmm. I can't remember what what happened, but that same within that same stint of her being in the clinic, that same shift was when her and Nate slept together. Exactly. And then she comes home, and her and Devon sleep together again. <laughs> so yeah, yep, yeah, and like both of them, Devon twice within forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so, but going back to the whole Nick thing you know I mean with Nick showing up at the clinic yeah <laughs> Nick is looking at because he knows what just happened Nick definitely knows because Nick has been in that situation yeah. many times so he know what that looks like right and um, you know he's asking Nate if everything is alright and Nate's like oh yeah yeah of course everything is got well Elena just ran up out of here what's going on you know oh we just had a rough night and at the same time he fixing his shirt exactly fixing his pants his shirt wasn't even on exactly. <laughs> he was literally putting his shirt on his shirt still open when uh, Nick walks in <laughs> Girl, and Nick's face was like, yeah, you had a rough night, all right, with no shirt on. (laughs) I thought that scene was so crazy, girl. That was hilarious. I couldn't help but laugh. But, yeah, yeah, this whole thing is going, I can guarantee you, well, I I won't say guarantee you, but it's my, um, I'll put my my thoughts out here in regards to the fact that she's probably going to end up pregnant. Yeah, I, I and, think so too. And it's gonna, yeah, and it's gonna be a situation of who's the father. Yeah, you know. I, now, I, what did you go ahead? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I hope if that um, does end up being the case with her being pregnant, I hope that it's Devon's, and I hope her and Devon end up getting back together because I know how much Devon wanted a family. 
I mean, mm-hmm. of course, it was, you know, when Hillary was alive, but I feel like um, if she in it and it's not uh, the Vines, that it'll hurt even more because now he's lost another chance at having a family with somebody. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that could be bad because you lost the first one through Hillary. Yeah. And then if he assumes that this baby is his and come to find out that it's Nate's, he'll lose another one again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I could see that coming. But what did you think about Devon and Amanda's conversation? I think Devon actually needed to, that conversation needed to be had because it gives him closure on his thoughts. You know, granted, I think a part, even though he didn't want to admit it, a part of Devon saw Hillary through the eyes of Amanda. Mm -hmm. And when he had that conversation with her, where he realized that Amanda and Hillary was different as, as day and night, I think it kind of gave him that closure and like, you know what? Yeah, my wife is gone. Amanda might look like her, but she's a totally different person. Yeah. I, that's, what do you think? That's kind of the feeling that, that I had. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. Because I, I guess they kinda, it kind of <clears throat> gave you the sense that maybe Devon was starting to possibly feel something towards Amanda mm-hmm. because he found out she was Hillary's sister. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think with that conversation and her like realizing that they're nothing alike, that maybe that has has gotten rid of that feeling that Devon might have had for now. Yep. We'll see if that changes if, you know, when he finds out about Nate. Yeah, I mean, because it got to the point where Devon described Amanda as being the sister-in-law once removed at birth. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, and that they're just friends. And so I think that was his closure moment in regards to that, like you just said, where it's like, yeah, this this is a whole other person. She might have Hillary face, but this ain't Hillary, you know. So, um... Was there anything else this week with though with that particular storyline? Um, Just the fact that they was dodging each other. Oh yeah, then the conversation goes back to this whole thing with um huh, Amanda and Nate. Oh yeah, because, remember because she she's calling him and he's not answering the phone. Correct. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, which is cruel on his part. Now, granted, people, you're going to know something is going on when this is somebody that you normally talk to on a consistent basis, and now all of a sudden, you can't even get in contact with them. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why I'm like, Elaine, I don't think, I don't even understand how Elaine and Nate think that they're going to be able to take this to the grave. They can't even act normal. Exactly. So, especially Elena, just super obvious that there's something bothering you, and she can't even make up a good, a good cover for herself because even when she, um, she had the opportunity to tell him about Jared, to tell Devon about Jared, and I don't think she did. I think she just said they were busy at the clinic, and I'm like, that's right. the best you could come up with, Elena. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just, yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, but there are quite, a, uh, you know, in the Facebook groups, there are quite a few folks that are hoping that those two break up because of the chemistry that they have on screen. And like I said, both Brighton and Brittany are real life couples. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, and I must, I'm, I absolutely believe that their off screen life is definitely different than what they're scripted to do. Mm-hmm. 
But what they are scripted to do is just to me, there's not a lot of chemistry there. Oh, uh, I see. I I like. Them. What do you think? I like them together. I didn't think that there was okay. a lack of chemistry. I just think they had they did they had a lack of a, maybe a a good storyline to put them. Out maybe there. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's how I felt. But I I think their okay. chemistry was. I thought their chemistry. Was you think it was fine? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so but I do think because of you know what we saw this week between Billy and Lily with the little flirtiness going on there, it's making me wonder if they're moving Billy towards Lily now because of what they had happened between Nate and Elena. So now maybe they're going to move Amanda towards Divine. That's oh, you think they are. That's my guess because they, I mean, why else, why else would they do that if I feel like they had been building up to Billy and Amanda eventually like giving into their feelings for each other. But now suddenly we see Billy being super flirty with Lily this week. And then Divine and Amanda or Divine and um, uh, Nate and Elena happens. So it's Mm -hmm. like now Devon and Amanda will have something to bond over because their significant others cheated with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. And I guess we'll get to that particular um, because that's a big part of this week too with this whole expose with Adam and all of that. But um, yeah, I it looks like that's the direction that they're going to go because originally it looked like they were going to try to put Amanda with Billy and then when that, you know, I don't know why. Because I think you wanted them two to them. You wanted those two together, correct? Yeah, I thought, um, I've always thought Amanda and Billy had pretty good chemistry together. I mean, I'm not bothered by possibly Billy and Lily because I, I feel like mm-hmm. Lil, Lily needs uh, a little... Of somebody in her life. Um, yeah, I just don't want that to be Billy. Billy is a crapshoot waiting to happen. <laughs> it is, but I'm hoping because Lily is so level-headed, she's such a level-headed person, um, that if they do end up putting them together, that he doesn't drag her down and that she lifts him, I guess, lifts him up or improves um improves him in some way instead of it being the opposite where he's where he's dragging her down to his uh I don't know his pettiness and his because he's place. he's headed it uh, and I mean I don't know if we want to move into that because I know we are we um still on are we done with Elena and Nate and yeah. Devon and Amanda yeah we're, we're much just there okay so let's um Let's jump into this next one. You want let's tackle the whole thing with um, Adam, Victoria, and also Billy and Amanda. Um, Victoria realized she was out of her league. She realized that this thing blew out out of the water, especially because it affected so many other people outside of Adam. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that Victoria knew the impact? Because, I mean, she had to realize that Billy was going to become unhinged with what he wanted to do. So for her to say, well, I didn't know he was going to go that far and publish all that stuff about Faith, how could you not know that? 
she may not have known exactly every detail of what Billy was going to publish, but mm-hmm. she knew that she gave Billy ammunition to go after Correct. Adam and to mm-hmm. also go after her dad in a sense because a lot right. of that involved Victor as well and she didn't care. So, in my opinion, <clears throat> regardless of whether or not she knew about um, that that story with uh, Faith and Ashley was going to be included in the story that Billy wrote, you gave him that ammunition. You encouraged him to do to do whatever it was that he was going to do, and you you didn't care at that time. So, I mean, while she may while she may be regretful about it came out, mm-hmm. it's she was the one that started all of this by going to Billy in the first place. First place, and se- well, selling him the company, knowing that she was going to eventually be able to use him. Yep. Okay. To put whatever she want out. Yep. Yeah, she's got, in my opinion, she is the biggest reason why all of this happened because she put the idea in Billy's head. And like I, like we were saying before, Billy is going to be the one who gets the brunt of the punishment because, Vic, of course, Victor hates him mm-hmm. and Adam hates him. So that's who they're going to, that's who they're going to go after. They're not going to go after Victoria. No. Mm-mm. And we saw nope. that this week when Victor was in um, was in the office talking to Victoria, trying to I guess mend things with her. Yeah, I. The thing is, is that she knew that because Billy was like, "I'm going to uncover all of Adam's secrets and everything that he's done. Everybody needs to know." Mm-hmm. Well, part of everything that was done by Adam included people such as Sharon and Faith and Ashley and Chance. And I mean, there's all it wasn't just let's expose Adam and let's just explode, expose Victor. Those things that happen also include other members, prominent members of General City, including kids. Mm-hmm. so I mean it's just so unfortunate that she didn't see the bigger picture and usually as a CEO or visionary you have to see the bigger picture and and be two steps ahead because it's always as Victor says playing chess not checkers you gotta look at the big picture and she didn't do that and, and fortunately it cost her family members outside of Adam and outside of Victor heartache i mean because now you got uh and then i'm gonna ask you an extended question on this too but now you got faith getting bullying messages and text messages about how she came into this world but here's my question to you did they i don't remember them saying in the article because they said they didn't say her name in that so-called article they write how did these friends know that she was the person that they were talking about that's because people were saying yeah. that in the group too. That's what I said last week was that they didn't. It says that they didn't mention names in the article, but somehow, and I asked. I think I asked that same question: was how did they know? How mm-hmm. did Faith's friends know that it was Faith? Like I don't know how they would have put those things. They know the, yeah. the article is about Adam, of course. Mm-hmm. So, but but it doesn't. Yeah, say I mean, anything. how would they know that? Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know how they would know that this wasn't just some random woman that had that was no relation to anybody in Faith's family. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I couldn't connect the dots on that. But go ahead. The same thing happened with, with Chance. 
because Chance told mm-hmm. um, Abby that when he talked to Paul, Paul asked him if he was the agent in the case. And why would Paul think of all people, of all agents in the state, in the, in the country, how would he narrow it down to Chance? Yeah, because nobody really knew of Chance's and Adam's affiliation except for maybe Phyllis. Yeah, and she didn't. She hadn't said anything to anybody. Exactly. So I don't. I I don't know if they wanted to just push that past the fans, you know, and just make it that way, you know. Because I mean, with writing and storylines, you can twist and push stuff forward quicker than anything because it's not real life, but. The thing that was pretty interesting. It's like how did he, how did Paul know that he was the person? He didn't know that he had any affiliation. Nobody knew the affiliation with Adam. So yeah, that, that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, that one was more the 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 coming to the conclusion that it was chance was more far fetched than the other part. Faith. The, the only thing I can think of is they didn't use names, but I wonder if he used like relationships. So like if he said Adam's niece or Adam's um, ex-stepmom or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was weird in how that went out. But okay, so here's an interesting thought that, and this wasn't mentioned this week in the storyline but I want, I want to see what you think mm-hmm. I have a feeling that there's another bomb that's about to explode within Chancecom and that other bomb is the fact that Amanda has not realized that Lily is the cause of her sister's death that conversation has not had been had yet all that Amanda know is that she died in a tragic accident, blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't know that the person that she's working for is the person that actually attributed to her sister's death. I'm wondering, are they going to explore that? Um, I guess I would think that if Amanda had been doing all this research that she's doing on Hillary, that she would have found out through just an internet search of Hillary's death that Lily was the cause of it because that was a big a big trial that Lily went through for that and got sentenced and went to jail. So I can't imagine that that she doesn't know that even though they haven't like shown her talk about it on screen. Like there's I, there's no way that that she hasn't found that out by now. Well, and that's what makes this whole thing looks unrealistic because you know, um Billy was the one that broke that to Lily okay it wasn't Amanda being that she doing all this research and talking to Phyllis and talking to Jack and all these folks that it didn't come out and that it wasn't a conversation to be had yet I'm wondering if they're going to try to create an extenuating storyline on that issue because yeah from our viewpoint of looking at it if, if it was per se, you know, the regular way of going through things, yeah, you would think, oh my God, the person I work for is actually the one that attributed to my sister's death. I have a feeling that she doesn't know that yet. I think, I mean, because it doesn't make sense. I mean, that would be the first thing that if if I found out my sister was killed by my boss, that would be the first thing to come out. (laughs) I guess I feel like when she... 
because people were comparing her, of course, to um, Hillary when she first came to town. And Amanda mm-hmm. had no clue about Hillary. So I feel like back then she would have done a search on who Hillary was and what happened to her and found out at that point. Right. That's what our anticipation would be. But I'm just saying in the soap world, they are, they can actually take this piece of it and create a whole new storyline oh, yeah. behind it. They can. I hope they don't, though, because that just... Because, okay. Because they haven't because, addressed it. And it just doesn't... It, they haven't, but I guess it just mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense for her to, after all of this research, and then just now find out, oh, you were the one that killed my sister. Like, yeah, but that's the, you know, that's the unrealism on how these writers and so forth tend to do it because half of the stuff should make sense to us, you know, but I, I just wanted to see what you, th- and, and you know, I, I understand where you're coming from too, because logically it would be, oh yeah, she should know about it. She did her research, but you know, because they haven't addressed it, I'm wondering if that, if they're going to try to carve that out as a separate storyline down the road or something. You know, I don't know. If they're going to do it, they better do it now instead of waiting a year <laughs> down the road waiting. because that definitely wouldn't make any sense if they waited. Yep. If they waited that long for her to figure out that, especially considering she's been doing her own research. Right. It w- really- it would be it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. So they. Hmm. If that if they are planning on doing that, they need to. That's something that needs to happen right now instead of two, three, six months down the road when she should have already known about this. Well, you know, November sweeps is coming, so I'm wondering what that's gonna look like and what storylines that they're gonna come up with. I don't know if it's gonna be, it'll be this, but it'll be interesting that if they if they would try to carve out something and, ex- and explore that avenue, who knows? Yeah, that'd be a little ridiculous if they it, it would be. And I don't want them to put it, Lily back through the pain of being blamed again for what happened to Hillary because I always thought that um, the way that whole situation played out with how harsh Devon was towards her was that was crappy. I didn't like that. It was it was a a, a pure accident, and she didn't. I don't know. I just don't want them to go back down that road again with Lily. Yeah. I guess maybe so. anything if they wanted to to put that back into play. Um, Amanda knows about it, but then suddenly just feels this. I don't know. Just starts to feel some type of way. I guess towards Lily because she was the cause of the accident or whatever, whatever the case, mm-hmm. but not like a sudden realization that, oh my God, you were the one that killed my sister. Right. Hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Uh. Okay, so let's bounce back toward Victoria and Billy and alright, and Adam, because Adam is pissed. Yeah. And he, to me, this whole thing with keeping Chelsea out of the loop is just ridiculous. Yeah. You, I mean, he's going off rogue on his own. He don't want to tell Chance what he's doing. He don't want to tell Chelsea what he's doing. And then he says, oh, I'm just trying to protect you. Well, how did that work when the girl didn't know what she was doing? She went up to Chance come and got stuck in the elevator trying to get out, fell and bust her head almost. Yep. <laughs> Yep. You know, and I mean, honestly, even the they the 
Adam, the Adam that the story, um, the writers have written before, they made him more cunning and more smart. His whole thing with trying to cut the lights off at the building and go over to Billy's unit at the Grand Phoenix, searching around his apartment where there's a ton of cam- cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. figured that he was going to go up in there and find something. And it's like, that's the best y'all could do? Yeah, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> that didn't make sense. <laughs> Like, you didn't need to go to, he didn't need to, in my opinion, go to the extremes of cutting the power at chance mm-hmm. just to get into Billy's suite to keep Billy. Right. Just watch him like a normal person would do. And when he leaves, go up in his room. What's the point of cutting the power at the building? Because now you've tipped Billy off that you're onto something. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they're not making both Chelsea and Adam smart con artists because even with the phone call, which happened in last week's episode, with the phone call, as, you know, basically revealing the fact that there was a bug in the office that was dumb for Chelsea, and then this whole thing with cutting the lights off at Chancecom and keeping him well, you know, obviously the part that he did think. Is that, oh, yeah, Adam's in the building. I'm going to be right here waiting for him. That part worked. Yeah. But only to go into his suite to find absolutely nothing. Do you actually think that Billy would be dumb enough to keep that in his suite? Right. So, you know, it was, it was, it, it makes Adam look not smart. And then the fact is, they're not a united front with him and Chelsea. Yeah, because she's getting annoyed with him doing things without letting her know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm still don't understand why. And do you think they would remedy this situation better if Adam and and Victor actually worked together? Because they're still on two sides of the fence when they both got the same goal, but they don't want to work together either. They would they would definitely have more success if they work together. Correct. Than trying to do it separately, especially Adam. Adam, yeah. Adam probably needs Victor a little more than Victor needs him. Yeah, yeah, I totally believe that. Absolutely. Um, now, let me ask you this: What do you think about Lily's response to the success of this article? Because they're changing her character a little bit. She didn't seem like this. Oh yeah, let's go for all the views type of mentality. Let's make this money. What do you think about that? Um, I was a little surprised that she was that finding out um, how successful the article was amongst the the readers um, mm-hmm. changed her opinion, but it it didn't completely change it because when he when he presented the part two to Lily, she's like, "Look, we got lucky with this. We need to chill out and just go a different direction." That's true. That's true. Yeah, that is true. She said that later in the week. Yeah, so I don't think that she was... I, I, I won't say that she, like, completely approved of what Adam did. Or not Adam. Um, what Billy, Billy did with that story. Like, she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, she's just... She's acknowledging that I didn't like it. But it did get us some um, some high view or ratings or whatever, whatever it, readers... I don't know, hits, whatever it is that they're um, going for. And, but yeah, and, mm-hmm. she was like, we're not, but we're not going to continue with this story. Like we need to get, we need to do something else. Right. And I, yep. but, and I like that she didn't, 
show that with um, when it came to Nikki confronting her and when she talked to Victor that she didn't show that. Yeah, she didn't budge. Yeah, and I like that she didn't do that. I like that she didn't just completely throw Billy under the bus <clears throat> and and mm-hmm. and just be like, well, I didn't want anything to do with this. This was all Billy. So... Well, you know what, which, which, what that, t- like we were just saying about Billy and Lily, it really kind of can give you an idea that the fact that they're definitely trying to push these two in that direction, of yeah, possibly becoming a couple or something, yeah, or if it's not a couple, that they're going to become intimate, yeah, one of the two. So, um, now let's let's go back to Victoria. And this whole thing with Phyllis. Mm-hmm. So apparently, as we've seen this week, um, Phyllis came to her and said, hey, I got a proposal. Listen, I want to be your exclusive contact for all of your Newman people. When they come into town, they can use my hotel and we can do a collab and a kagama, whatever. And Victoria's like, mm, yeah, the one problem about doing that, it sounds like a great idea, but I don't want to be bothered with you. Right. Yeah. And to be fair, I can understand where Victoria come from, but I also can understand where Phyllis come from. Phyllis is like, now she, I think there was a little bit of deception in there because she went behind Victoria's back yeah. and told some of, some of the Newman clientele that she is affiliated the right affiliated with them which that wasn't necessarily true and of course victoria found out about it found out about her loan Mm -hmm. and bought it yep what do you think about this whole new storyline with that because this was introduced this week i want them to give phyllis a freaking break thank you (laughs) (laughs) she just got finished battling with um uh Abby. abby And now they got her battling with Victoria. And it's like, can can we just leave Phyllis alone? Let her have some success with her hotel. And just, just leave her alone. She's she's I think she's had enough of of uh, the the drama with the Newmans for now. Like we could have given there's plenty of there's plenty of other stories going on on Y and R and we don't need to add another one to, to Phyllis. Um to add to Phyllis's downfall. Yeah, that that that's crazy to me because they they ostracize her. What do you expect her to do? So she what she does is she got this brainchild of an idea to I'm going to open up my own hotel. This she's been first she had to deal with Adam mm-hmm. who sold it off up under her to Abby. Then she dealt with Abby and Chelsea. Yep. Then they got out of the way. And then she had it for, what, 30 seconds she owned the hotel. And then now we got Victoria yep. now having 75% ownership of the hotel. And I'm like, oh, my God. Y'all want this girl to live and stand on her own two feet, but y'all won't give her a chance to. Right. I, uh, you know, and go ahead. I, I, I just, I hate that she even went to Victoria, though. Because she knows how Victoria feels about her. She knows how the Newmans, other than Nick, feel about her. Like, I wouldn't even put myself in the position for Victoria to to basically belittle me the way she did Phyllis when she went to the office um, asking her for help. Why not go to Jack? But, 
Why not go to But you know what? Listen, Keisha, part of this is also on Phyllis because Nick had been constantly asking her all week, what's going on? And if she had to say it, oh, my God, you know what? Especially if these two were in a relationship, she could have easily said, you know what? Hey, I'm short. I need money to pay on my loan. I took out a loan on to pay off Abby. Now I got to pay them and blah, blah, blah. I can guarantee you Nick would have helped her out. And she wouldn't even have to deal with Victoria. But she kept it from Nick. I know. She did it on purpose because she didn't want to go to him for help. But don't go to his sister. I know, but (laughs) don't go to his I mean, seriously, if you're not going to go to Nick, why would you go? Like you said, well, I don't know if Jack, because I don't know if Jack still had issues with her or not, with whatever. I don't know. But who else could she have asked? I mean, because she had to figure that Victoria was going to give her the door. She had to figure that. Because remember, she said, oh, yeah, you did this because of the whole JT thing. And then Victoria's like, oh, yeah, you know, you did undermine me. No, she didn't undermine you. She had the option to do that. Yeah. And that's a whole nother story. Because when I was on a podcast last year, that was our biggest conversation, which was, Phyllis absolutely had the right. Whoever speaks first, get the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But I'm not finna open that can of worms. That go back to 2018, 2019. But um, that whole thing reared his ugly head. I just wish that they would leave her. Now, like you just said, Keisha, she did put it on Victoria's plate. Now making her aware. Yeah. If she never came over there, Victoria would never know anything about this. Right. Yep. So I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think the only other person she could have possibly gone to other than Jack for a loan would have been Divine. I think she had tried Divine when she first came up with the whole Yeah, she did. She turned her down. I don't know. I think the only reason, just to play devil's advocate, I think the only reason that she did that is because Nikki gave rave reviews about her escape club. Yeah, that's true. So she thought that, hey, if Nikki loves it, which is why when Nikki came in the office before um, Phyllis left, she was trying to pitch her too. Yeah. Nikki said it's a good idea. It would be a good idea, but Victoria is being, she's just being spiteful because she doesn't like Phyllis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's interesting what Nick said when he confronted Victoria about what had happened with her, you know, undercutting her. And Nick was like, shoot, this is reminding me of what happened to me at Dark Horse because Adam did the exact same thing. Remember me and you was talking about that on one of our um, shows and you was asking me how did that whole thing transpire? That's exactly how that happened. Yeah. He bought the loans from up under Nick. Okay. Nick, yeah. yeah, Nick had an outstanding debt. And Adam saw him as being vulnerable and said, oh, yeah, you all this money, I'll pay it off. And guess what? You don't own the company no more. And Victoria did the same thing. And that's why Nick said what he said. He said, it's the same thing that happened to me with Adam. And he, she, is, did you hear what he said to her? About the fact that not only do you sound like dad, but the fact of the way you move it, it looks like Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because he started moving away from Phyllis and talking about what how she what what she did affected Faith with that story. Mm-hmm. Just yep. sitting there looking stupid. Ooh, girl, you talking about got hit <laughs> with the coup de gras. 
I was up in here cracking uh-huh. up when when Nick said that. Yeah, she deserved it. The, she deserved that. The one person that you hate the most that you're trying to despise, you are becoming him. Yeah. Man, I can guarantee you, Adam probably would have wanted to hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So did we cover that whole thing? Um. Uh, the only other thing that happened in there is with um, Chelsea trying to ask Adam to move out of town. Because at first, who was that that came over there to talk? Oh, Nick. Nick tried to convince Chelsea to leave town. After Nikki. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Let's talk about Nikki and her conversation mm-hmm. with Victor. When she told Victor, um, Adam, she said, Adam is the problem you need to get him to leave town. And Victor was like, would you be saying this if it was... Oh, yes, he did. She stood there for a second. She was like, possibly, if they were being... Yeah, right. She lying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Man, girl, I'm glad you remembered that. And from that conversation was where where Nikki went to Nick to try to get Nick to convince his dad to talk to Adam to get him. And and he's like, he don't listen to me. What makes you think he's going to listen to me? And that's why Nick went over to Chelsea. You know, my thing with this is that that only benefits them. Because here's the thing. That story went nationwide, right? So whatever Adam and Chelsea would go to within the the demographics of where that news media outlet publishes to, people would, even if he went to another state, if because it's nationwide, they still would have said, oh, yeah, you the dude that they talked about at Transcom. I mean, so it only benefits the Newmans because he's not around anymore. It doesn't benefit him at all. Right. Meaning Adam. Yeah. You know, because that story is going to follow him wherever he go. Yep. Um, but, yeah, that was a good one, girl. I'm glad you remember <laughs> that one. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. He was like, yeah, would you be saying this? Is this one of your kids, Dylan? Or... Um, you know, Nikki or I mean Nicholas or Victoria, of course not. Yep. And that's what they don't understand. They're so jealous of this boy or whatever issues that they have with Adam. The fact of the matter, that's still Victor's son. Yeah. It's still his son. Oh, you treat him and Victor. I'm so sick of Victoria. You give him priority over me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I think Them Victoria kids would was... be that way if it was if it if it was Nick that was getting all the the um the positions from his dad and all the attention from Victor. I, I think Victoria just needs to be the center of her dad's world. Exactly. I mean, look at the issues that she had when Abby was working there. Yep. It was always competition between her and Abby when it comes to Victor. Yeah. And that's why I was glad, even though, you know, Abby can be uh, absolutely annoying at times, but she stepped out of that whole Newman Enterprise umbrella and decided to do her own thing with society, you know, and I honestly think that's what Adam should have done. You know, this whole thing with trying to be at Newman, let Newman is so toxic. (laughs) But And I think he likes that, though. I think he wants to be, he wants to regardless whether it's for getting acceptance from victor or just Mm -hmm. to show up his siblings 
that's why he's doing it. He's not doing it because he wants to be successful. He's doing it for personal reasons. Yeah, well, you know what? A lot of this is on Victor. I mean, he always pitted his kids against each other. He pitted his exes against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and so this is the end result. You got a bunch of jealous and envious people who think that they got to be the center of Victor's world. And in the process, there's a lot of people that get hurt as collateral damage. Yeah. So, um, Did we miss anything? Because Mariah was on this thing. That goes into this other storyline with Sharon undergoing her second surgery. And mm-hmm. that was a brief stint. It wasn't nothing major. This ties into um, Faith. Because Faith is like acting funny and you know yeah she's um faith is clearly trying to not work figure out ways to not worry her mother so she's not talking to anybody Mm -hmm. about any of the stuff that's going on in her life basically because Mm -hmm. she doesn't feel like she has the right to because of what sharon is going through Mm -hmm. um so i think this week it was mainly just mariah trying to uh, trying to cheer Mm -hmm. faith up and um, I, I don't know. I guess trying to keep things normal for her, trying to right. she, she's having fun and that she's okay. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it wasn't too much to that one. Um, the only other thing that went on was Chloe gave birth, and that was only like one day this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, and she had a little boy, according to the show. Yeah. In real life, um. Elizabeth Hendrickson had a little girl back in May. So, because this storyline was originally built before, and I, I think I said this last week before our listeners who are new, um, that particular storyline was originally built pre pandemic break when she was actually pregnant on set. And then they put it into the storyline. And then, of course, when she came back, she had the baby. But she had her actual child back in the spring. So, yeah, congratulations to her little girl. I think the girl is probably like almost six months now, maybe four or five months old, something like that. Um, And then the other storyline was this whole thing about Kyle and Summer informing their families via email that they were eloping. And then they didn't even do it. Did Remember? Oh, well, I know that they uh-uh. had done, but they didn't decide against it, did they? Did they decide against it? I don't think they did it because did they go ahead and do it? I, I don't know. think that they. So I, they didn't get married yet, but I didn't think that uh-uh. they had decided against it or anything like that. I think they were right. They didn't do it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I thought they're. Well, what happened, remember, okay, so remember, um, they were about to go and get the certificate and do everything, and then a text message came on Kyle's phone, and she saw the communication between him and Lola, and she talking about how much he cared about her, and always think about you, or whatever that text message said, and of course, some are looking like, oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, but that didn't keep, that didn't, she didn't say anything to Kyle about it. No, she didn't. But I don't think that they went ahead and actually married each other. I just think they put it on hold, didn't they? I could be I wrong. So. It was so vague. I think they just um, I want to say their the last <clears throat> scene with them was him giving her a gift or something like that. He gave her, I can't remember what the gift was. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, she was just telling him how much she loved him and that kind of stuff. But I don't, they did talk about, they did say how it didn't seem right for their parents not mm-hmm. to do Right. So, Correct. Yeah. So maybe they, but I don't remember them, like, completely agreeing to not go through with it. I think they were still, like, trying to figure out if they should. I don't know. Right, and then and that's at that moment I'm thought like I thought my thoughts came in like okay you know what they're probably gonna pull Lola back into this yeah. thing. Ugh. So yeah, another triangle again on the opposite side because remember when Kyle and Lola were together, Summer was the third party. Now Lola will be the third party. It's just these recycling triangles that they keep continue to do. So I just wonder how it's gonna how they're gonna <clears> have <throat> it in. Like I wonder if he's gonna cheat on her with Lola or if they're gonna have Summer just be like, you know what, I you obviously are not over her and I'm not putting up with this. Which doesn't seem like yeah. you're gonna walk away. But I that's that was what my flip the script was, I think last week was hoping that um Summer would just break up with Kyle and walk away from him because he's not completely committed to her. He's still mm. he's still too too mm-hmm. invested in Lola's feelings. Yep, 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 yep. So, anywho, is that everything that that whole necklace of love or whatever Jack mm-hmm. talks to Victor and finds out information through Victor and. I don't really have anything to say about that storyline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they're going to go with that. So, I mean, other than that, that did we cover everything for Young and Restless? Yep. Okay, and then there were some previews for next week where Chelsea is wanting to spend time with Johnny. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I saw that. Because she did make a comment. To Billy earlier this week when she was so pissed off with yeah. him before, which was if I had known that you and Victoria was going to be this vindictive, I would have never let you adopt a Johnny. I'm like, okay, they opening up a new storyline, right. and then and then she gonna have the nerve to ask to spend time with him. Uh, not after what you just said, definitely not. And the, and the fact that you actually think that Victoria. Is going to allow you to spend time with that boy, okay? While you're dating Adam. While you are affiliated, exactly. While you're affiliated with Adam. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to happen. But here's the thing. Honestly, Connor has a brother. <laughs> Connor has two brothers. Yeah, he does. But that don't mean nothing. She, she I know, Johnny I up. know. But in soap, in soap world, they can definitely try to spin this whole thing. Because this is actually a um, kind of like a reboot of Adam trying to deal with Christian. Mm-hmm. Now you got Chelsea trying to deal with Johnny. Yeah, which to me doesn't make sense because Chelsea hasn't even she hasn't been in Johnny's life. So nope. what are you, how are you which, gonna, I mean, what is you going to tell him? I'm your mother. Yeah, what, what kind of what what do you mean spend time with him unless? Unless the writers come up with something in the background that she communicates with Johnny every once in a while, because I can't remember how that adoption went. But did they agree to let her like Ooh, be involved wait. in uh, Johnny's life at all? I haven't seen one iota of that. 
I know they haven't shown it, but like when it first when she mm-hmm. first agreed to give Johnny um up for adoption to them, I I felt like I remembered them um telling Chelsea that she could she was allowed to be a part of his life in some way or something like that. So I don't that's what I'm saying. I wonder if maybe in the mm-hmm. if they're gonna if it's gonna be maybe something where in the background, not on screen had they been allowing Chelsea to have, like have communication or whatever with Johnny. No, I, I don't I have no idea. I don't unless I haven't even seen Chelsea in that orbit with Johnny since he was born. Right. I That's why I'm saying in the background. Like yeah. I don't know. They could create some story out of Never Neverland to support what they're trying mm. to do. You know, but then, um, shit, that doesn't. Oh, excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't. That they would have to come up with. Because uh, Chelsea was gone for how long before she came back on screen? She was like, yeah, it was been a while. She was like actually missing on the show, right? Like nobody knew where he was right. at other than Nick, I think. Yeah, when she took off with Connor. Yeah. So. Um. After Adam was blown up into the. You know, and the so supposedly blown up in the cabin when Chelsea had blew it up or whatever. I mean, not Chelsea, Chloe. Uh, yeah. Chloe. <laughs> but um, what else? I think that was the biggest thing that stuck out with me that's coming up this week. So we got to stay tuned to see what that's all yeah, that'll about. Be interesting. So, I know she don't think she has a chance in hell to if if she is thinking about trying to somehow get Johnny back. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you pissed off at Victoria yeah. and Billy. So, anywho. All right. So, is that it? Are we done with Young yep, Russell? I believe we are. Okay, dope. All right. Well, let's jump on over to Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> they drug out this whole wedding thing for, what, three and a half days before it came out? I am, Yeah. I am, and we've we've talked about well, this earlier in the week already. Mm-hmm. I have never been so annoyed with the way a storyline has been put together on this show that, like I am mm-hmm. with this one, you hear my cat in the background yelling at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this was just poorly written and executed on their part, in my opinion. Because of the lack of continuity mm-hmm. with how um, they had things going on with the the Ridge and Shana and and Brooke situation, it's like you got Ridge doing one thing, and then the way this ends up is like all of that other stuff that happened never happened. Exactly, and they went from Ridge on his own following Shauna to Vegas, who went to Vegas because she specifically couldn't be around Ridge because she was in love with him and she knew that Ridge was reuniting with Brooke. He follows her to Vegas, tries to get her to come back to LA and she tell, she turns him down. Shauna turns him down. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden Shauna is scheming to get him divorced from Brooke and Rich suddenly never wanted to be with her. Like, none of this made any sense whatsoever. No sense. It it didn't. Um, 
And this all transpired on their comeback after the pandemic break, because me and you, we talked about this on how they were going to try to bring the whole Shauna Ridge thing together organically. And they made it look like, I'm not going to be your default. And she said that. You got to put in some work. she said that. Exactly. I'm not going to be a rebound. Exactly. And I was like, okay, cool. Because then with the fans, that made Shauna look more than like a little steaming woman. When we came back that pandemic break, they totally flipped that storyline and made her look desperate to do anything to be with him. And I remember coming across an article that said, this is how they destroyed the Shauna Mm -hmm. character. And that's exactly what they did. You turn somebody into, I'm going to need you to show me that you want to be with me to a girl who manipulated and conned this man that was so desperate to have his love to do whatever it took. And it was horrible. Yep. You know, and all of this, I mean, like you said, and here's the thing. And I put out a post yesterday uh, in one of the Facebook groups, <laughs> which ex- basically ex- put out on an expose because everybody want to make this about Quinn. And I said, let me first start it, start it off by saying what Quinn did was bad and illegal. Okay, so I'm, I'm putting that out there. However, there are other extenuating circumstances that led up to this point. We can't forget the fact that, that um, Brooke openly betrayed her husband and her sister in the process with mm-hmm. that kiss. Okay? And the thing is, is that they want to blame, oh, you took it, you know, you took that video and blah, blah, blah. If you wasn't kissing your your sister's guy and not thinking any regard, because you were on your way back to Ridge, but you kissed Bill anyway, mm-hmm. you gave the ammunition out there for the for the taking, okay? Yep. If you hadn't have did that, there would have been nothing to right. expose. That's number one. Number two, when it did come out, Ridge had a choice not to go to Vegas. He chose to get go to Vegas and get drunk with Sean. Exactly. That was his choice. Second of all, I have a problem because all of this is in the same post. And, you know, fans are going to side with whoever they want to. And that's your choice. It's your feelings to be had. But when you look at the big picture, And kind of put it all across the table. The other problem, number three in this, is Eric. The moment go when Brooke realized that, oh, my God, I'm losing my marriage, that that, that I did what I did with Bill, you go and undermine Quinn's Mm -hmm. marriage. Now, in the process of it all, because for a while, Quinn was quiet. We had no dialogue or content. And granted, the, the, the writers can throw a monkey wrench into stuff to really get it going. So I get it. It's drama. Mm-hmm. But as the pattern of the storyline goes, the problem that I have with Eric is that you allow your ex-wife to come in and out of your house, disrespect your current wife. And when your wife is telling you, why you keep letting this girl come up in here talking to me in your kind of way, you tell her to turn the other mm-hmm. cheek. And get over it and take the high road. But you don't tell your ex in the same breath. Don't come in my house talking to my wife like that. You got to respect right. my marriage. 
and stop doing it. Yep. You didn't do that. You didn't do it. All you were saying is, you know how much Brooke means to me. She means so much to me. In front of your wife. That's your ex. I don't care. Y'all kids are grown. And that's the thing that people was like, oh my God, this is all Quinn. This is all Quinn. This is all four of them. All four of them. Because Quinn did what, like she said, I did everything it took to save my marriage. Why? Because Eric didn't do his part. That's why. When it comes to his ex-wife. And so when I broke it down like that to actually, you know, a lot of people were like, wow, you know, I didn't see it that way. I mean, seriously, there's no way any woman would be okay with your current husband. Yeah, because they're married. Your current husband letting his ex come up in there talking crazy to you and doing all this kind of stuff. And you do nothing but tell him to take the high road, but you don't check your ex either. Like I said, Shauna and Quinn did horrendous things. It was fraudulent yeah. to have Carter think that that text message to file the papers, all of it. And, and like I said, but there's other accountability in this. And that's my rant. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. It's your turn. I I agree with everything you said. Um, like as far as the way Eric <clears throat> has handled his marriage with Quinn and always putting uh, Brooke's needs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. concerns above um, his own wife. Um, it was uh, it was frustrating and annoying to watch. And I'm so tired of the writers constantly making Brooke the center of everybody's world on that show. It's so old Correct. and annoying. Like, why can't, why can't Eric for once say to Brooke, you need to back up. You need to mind your business Mm -hmm. you need to leave my wife alone it doesn't matter to me what you feel about her um this is my wife so you either respect my marriage or you stop coming to my house and and change the locks i mean does she just walk in like she lived there (laughs) right um so yes i I definitely agree with you on, on everything with uh as far as quinn and eric's relationship um my other annoyance is again the the lack of continuity they had with this storyline um and the fact that they they let ridge nobody forced nobody forced ridge to to remain married to shauna so the moment he found out him and shauna were married if he really wanted to be at work that bad his first his, the first thing he should have said to Shana when she told him was, you know what? I, I was drunk. I don't remember it. We have to get this annulled. He didn't do that. They let yep. that part of it, nope. they let that part of the story drag on for like a week and a half before he even, I think, even said anything to Brooke about finding out that him and Shana were married. Then they let it drag on even more because it was almost as if he was trying to decide whether or not he was going to divorce Shauna and reunite with Brooke um, or or stay married to Shauna. Mm-hmm. Then he finally makes the decision to break up, to, you know, divorce Shauna and to reunite with Brooke. And he made the decision on his own because he decided to overreact to that conversation between Brooke and Bill that he was not going to reunite with Brooke and he went back to Shauna on his own. On so, his own. 
at right. that point when he decided that he wasn't going to reunite with Brooke because of something that Brooke said to Bill, like that's when it stopped being Shauna and, and Quinn's fault. So everything that happens after that is all decisions based on what Ridge made himself. Not anything that has to do with exactly. what Shauna and Quinn orchestrated. So mm-hmm. this whole the whole idea of people because- saying that that Shauna was keeping them apart and how Brooke was saying that um, this was all Shauna and Quinn's fault. No, it's not. It's not their fault. Rich had the chance to reunite with you and he told you that he didn't want to because of what she said to to Bill. Shauna and Quinn had nothing to do with that part Mm -hmm. of it. He could have easily had had gotten that divorce with Shauna, regardless of if he wanted to be with Brooke or not. And he didn't do that. (laughs) So this is all... This was all rich. Rich had told her control. It was all rich. I mean, yeah. I mean, even up to the point where this bogus of a marriage, let's get married and force the house in order, you know, to show the world because we don't remember the Vegas marriage. Up before he made the decision to go back to Brooke, you made a decision to go ahead and have this marriage. Yes, money. and that's the other thing that, you know, that made this, me mad was when he told Shauna, I was never going to go through with this before <clears throat> before I even found out what you and, and Quinn did. Like, why was that necessary for the writers to put in there? So you had, you just had Ridge basically admit to Shauna that he was dragging her along, playing with her feelings. Yep. Um, Correct. Because he was never going through with the ceremony that he literally just agreed to do like two days before. Why? Why would you agree exactly. to do the ceremony if you knew you didn't want to be with her? So basically you did that to punish Brooke because he wanted Brooke to be, you know, all upset and pissed off about him and Shauna being together, being married. And you just made Shauna look stupid by making her think that she actually had a chance yeah. of being married to you mm-hmm. exactly oh, I mean it's it's just crazy it is it, it was I mean y'all went through all of this only to bring Ridge and, and Brooke back together and listen if that's what they wanted to have this could have been done exactly. a long time ago they could have gone so many other directions with a, a storyline that made sense without making Ridge look like mm-hmm. a total jerk by um um, lying and, and dragging Shauna's feelings through the dirt um, without Brooke going on this whole like every other day it was her and Quinn or her and Shauna arguing with each other like there were other ways to go to go about this if they were going to bring them back together and this way wasn't in my opinion didn't make any sense whatsoever and wasn't necessary no completely unnecessary no and you know, here's the other thing with what when I like I told you I put in the group um, yesterday after the weekend uh, after you know the uh, episode ended is when I put that out there now I itemized everybody's part in this whole thing including Quinn, Shauna, Bridge, Eric, yeah. and Brooke, and they still call me a Brooke hater, <laughs> and it's like wait a minute, <laughs> I said, and in some cases. I put in there, I said, did you not read my post? Right. I, I Everybody got accountability in this. This is not be, being a hate Brooke, okay? Brooke is a character. 
But it's just interesting, you know, that they, the writers himself, have garnished so much around the Brooke character that they even got her own sister. Now, granted, forgiveness is one thing, but how many times do things got to happen with your dude from your sister? How many? And then the other thing is that whole thing with Carter, when Quinn was telling him, He's not a you know, I mean, gosh, what, Brooke is not a goddess yeah. Aphrodite. And he got the nerve to say in front of Zoe, his date, have you seen Brooke? I'm like, yeah. oh, you got to be kidding I like me. <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> I mean, every, it, it's almost like the show revolve around the one character. And, you know, I even put out in the group um, as well, I said, what happened to corporate takeovers? This is a, Forrester is a global fashion house. Spencer is a global media outlet. Can we go back to this stuff instead of rotating these old crazy triangles with Hope and Liam and all of them? And with Brook and Ridge yeah. and all of them. So look like we're being able to create now this whole new triangle between Zoe, Zenday, and Carter. And I'm like, oh, jeez. She, <laughs> she, uh, she was not, like, this has escalated even quicker than I expected. Because I totally, <clears throat> I totally thought it was going to be Zenday, like, completely trying to come on to Zoe and Zoe having to resist him because you know, know she really likes Carter um, little Miss Zoe was just like all over Zenday talking about how close she was to being a forester because she almost married Thomas and when Zenday said something about or asked if she was flirting with him and she was like oh I must not be doing it right if you can't tell I'm like whoa Zenday's been all free for five okay, minutes so- and she already all over him Okay, so writers, I already see the stereotype with what you're trying to play into. You need to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. And, I mean, it looks, it, it's not a good look. It really isn't. You know, I mean, it was one thing when she was manipulated, blindsided by Thomas, but now you're going to have her blatantly Look like a gold digger being wanting right. to be a forester, and then on the flip side, you you got the her smiling in this one dude's face, and then at the same time, right when he walk out the door, you flirting with the other forester man, and heavy. I'm like, oh no, I know they not flirting do heavy this. with him. It wasn't even subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not feeling that storyline whatsoever. I mean, they flipped Zoe mm-hmm. so doggone I fast. Like I was like, no, y'all not doing this, please. I mean, it's one thing. Brooke can get away with it. Right. Zoe can't. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see. I mean, those were the two biggest storylines this week. Um, what do you think about what Brooke was telling Quinn yesterday how did you feel about all of that it was brooke being on her pedestal belittling people as normal um making her her and and ridge out to be the victims of some scheme that wasn't even like a, a, a something that could have been either avoided or rectified within two seconds of him finding out that he was married to her like brooke be quiet and get over 
and then yeah, and then, and then tried to say that they lured Rich to Vegas. Uh, no, Vegas. Rich went to Vegas on his own. Did nobody lure him there? Yeah. And that's what I liked about what Donna said this week when she was talking to um, Brooke, saying, you know, hey, Riz mm-hmm. is a big boy. I mean, he did a lot of this stuff because he wanted that, that to. Didn't none of that sink into to Brooke's head, though. No, it's all about, oh, he's so feeble-minded that he was manipulated into all of can his actions. Just, no, Riz did what he wanted to how, do. how overused the whole manipulation state of mind is on thank show. you like they just, how many times y'all gonna just say that? straight to oh he was manipulated hope was manipulated by thomas um ridge and his 60 year old ass was manipulated by shana and queen into <laughs> getting married into staying married to her to her as long as he has like are you serious <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like Brooke sees them and Eric, because obviously she thinks that Eric oh, is always yeah, yeah, manipulated yeah. too. You know, that these men can't think for themselves. They make mm-hmm. choices. You know, I mean, one one person in the group, when I made that post, they was like, oh, Quinn made her choice, and she got to own up to it. I'm like, yeah, but everybody else made choices <laughs> too. They need to yeah. own up to it. You know, especially Ridge. Ridge is the catalyst in this. Ridge, both Ridge and Brooke, because they both made yeah. mistakes. Well, I don't even want to call it a mistakes. They yeah. made choices that led to where we are. And then they still end up back together. And blaming anyway. everybody else. And and blaming everybody else. And then, you know, she comes over there, walk up in there without knocking. Up in air. It's like, mm-hmm. Eric, tell your ex to ring the doorbell or call first, Okay. <laughs> Ain't no y'all ain't got no little exactly. kids. She got to pick up. Your her kids are grown. Okay, so you know, stop walk. Especially when you got a new wife in there. I mean, why would you want your ex to just be able to walk in? Mm-hmm. I digressed. But anyway, um, for her to say, you know, Quinn was like, "You can please leave." She's like, "I ain't going nowhere." What do you mean you ain't going nowhere? This ain't your house. Whether it's up to Eric, whether he wants to, and that's another thing we got to talk about too. It's up to Eric whether he's going to let Quinn go or not. Exactly. It's not up to you. This ain't you not married to this girl. And I understand you're trying to protect Eric in your own way of whatever. But the, the choice lies with Eric. You know. So I, I just and Quinn is looking at her like, okay, fine, you won, get out, it's over, fine, you got Ridge back, see you later. And Brooke wanted to rub it in even deeper. Yeah, well, that one I don't, so, so be, because of how Quinn, mm-hmm. for the last two or three weeks, two months, whatever, has been trying to rub it in Brooke's face, I don't True. Really feel bad for her in that respect, because she's just getting back what she was giving to Brooke, when she should have just been sitting back and being quiet. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, Quinn did mm-hmm. get a little cocky over the past several weeks thinking that, oh, yeah, I got this. And yeah. it blew up in her face. But let's now move on to this whole thing with Eric because he's still, even though he's mad at Quinn, there's still a part of him that mm-hmm. really loves that girl. Do you think he's going to let her go or stay with her? Um, I I think that they're probably going to end up getting divorced. I think, think they will. So? I think 
he he seemed to me like really really um disappointed and pissed off at Quinn about this whole thing um and he's already as we've seen has has told her several times to stay out of even though he can't seem to do it himself to stay out of um Ridge and Brooke's relationship and she did the exact opposite of what he asked her not to do so I feel like this time it's gonna they're gonna end up um getting divorced I just hope if this does happen if they do get divorced that they don't put him back with Donna because I could not stand him with Donna Ooh, gosh. I could not stand it I never mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, because he went back to Forrester and he was kind of fantasizing about his, you know, relationship with uh, mm-hmm. Quinn and the time they spent and stuff like that. Honestly, I mean, I just think it was overkill with how they wrote Quinn and Shauna pushing this thing yeah. with Ridge. But underneath all of that, when you peel back the layers, a lot of this has to do with the fact that Brooke was always in her face trying to undermine her relationship. And this was the clapback. Um, I mean, it was one thing that Ridge had already took interest mm-hmm. in Shauna. You know what I mean? But the clapback came when Brooke coming all over there in her face, trying, I'm going to break you and Eric apart. And, you, he shouldn't be together with you. And when you have your husband not standing up for you and you trying to protect, who's going to protect her? It's either I'm going to be docile and let this woman walk all over me or you allow it to walk all over me. Somebody got to go tell her to sit down and shut up. Now, I don't like the way she did it because Shauna got caught up in the middle of this. Ridge brought the ammunition to the table. But the, the, the biggest part of this is the fact that Brooke did try to undermine Eric and Quinn's marriage and Eric didn't stand up for her. And so that, honestly, Quinn saw an opportunity, which was bad, to use the Sean and Ridge thing. I mean, Sean, yeah, Sean and Ridge thing to get back at Brooke. And it blew up in her face. And it's so unfortunate. But to me, Eric, be just as mad as at Quinn, but you also need to be just as mad as Brooke because she took part in that too in your own relationship. So yeah, yeah. Quinn could have that she she played right into Brooke's hands though with her little scheme, and that was that's the thing is that she did exactly what Brooke has been telling everybody that the kind of thing that she would do. So she, as much as it was, it definitely. Brooke had a huge role in why things turned out the way they did um, between her and Ridge. Quinn went too far with the way that she tried to, I guess, get back at Brooke. Like, yeah, I mean, it was horrible. It was that and illegal. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when you fraudulently tell somebody to file court documents, that's that's fraud. I mean, it's illegal. So, which is another reason why this story the storyline and the continuity of the storyline was <clears throat> was terrible because Shauna had the opportunity to be with Ridge when Ridge was begging her to come back to LA mm-hmm. and she said no but then you turn around and 
um, text his lawyer to get his divorce finalized. Like that just that that yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, to me, the I don't know why the writers did what they did. I do know within this past year, I don't know if I know it happened on Young and the Restless. I don't know if that was the case with Bold, but there were upheavals and changes behind the scenes plus you know i mean and they needed to put some some stuff together to bring the soaps back on so i mean i do give that credit it's just that what you present needs to make sense yeah. you know, exactly you know what i <laughs> so. would have made sense or what i would have liked to have seen if they wanted to continue the storyline of um the triangle between shauna ridge and brooke like we were saying, mm-hmm. have them have Shauna and Brooke or Shauna and Ridge be together organically and then just let that drama go from there because we all know Brooke is good at inserting herself in other people's lives. She did it when Ridge was with Taylor. She did it when Ridge and um, Caroline were together. Um, not Caroline. Uh, what was Caroline's niece's name? Um... Oh gosh, Caroline's Thomas, niece, Thomas's baby mama. Oh, Caroline. Is her? Oh, her name is Caroline. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah. For some reason, I thought her name was different than. Uh, uh, uh that was Caroline too. Um, but we saw how she attempted to, to, to pull Rick away from Caroline when those two had gotten together, which I didn't really like that relationship anyway. That was a little weird. Um, mm. But why not just have the drama play out that way? Like where it would have made sense instead of concocting this ridiculous scheme um, between her and Shauna to have him divorce. It just None of it just makes sense. And then to have him just suddenly all of a sudden, he's no longer interested in Shauna. Yeah, and I mean, they. from what I understand is that Denise Richards has signed a contract with um, with Bold, mm-hmm. which means she's going to be on for a while. She's not going anywhere anytime soon. So what do you do with that character? She's ostracized. There's no way she's going to be able to show her face and force the family. Yeah. That door is closed right now. And then as for Quinn... I mean, honestly, Rena Sofer does an excellent job at being Quinn. I just, I've seen her on Lifetime movies and everything else. I'm a fan of Rena Sofer. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do with the Quinn character? I mean, because they, unless this story get changes some kind of way, or you redeem these two characters as quick as you redeem Thomas. What are you going to do with these two characters? I mean, seriously, you could have easily, to me, like I said, I don't like Brooke with Ridge. I prefer to see Brooke with Bill Mm -hmm. organically, not in a cheating situation when it involves her sister. But just say Katie decided to move on, kind of like how the whole thing happened with Nick and Sharon, and now Sharon is with Ray, Mm -hmm. okay? So move, because remember the Nick and Sharon thing was an ongoing legacy couple. Mm -hmm. Now they're okay not being that legacy couple. Same thing with Brooke and and Ridge. Do we have to keep having them come back and reconvene with each other? 
you could have, they could have actually shaken it up a little bit by keeping Brookwood Bill. It's more fire on that yep. side. I agree. You know, and then if not, ex- you know, if you want to chem test somebody, chem test Quinn, even though we did this a while back, put Quinn with Bill. They could set LA on fire together. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind I seeing mean, those two together. They- I wouldn't mind seeing those two together. Shake the couples up. Stop making everything back. I mean, granted, this show been on for what? About 30 some years Mm -hmm. now. 87, I think it was. So do we have to now still bounce back to Brook and Ridge? I mean, they're probably going to do the same thing with Hope and Liam. I mean, at what point does it change where it could switch up? At one point, I was a Bill and Steffi fan. I never liked them together. I don't, they just got a fire to me. They're, you know, when they, they're on screen, sexual chemistry is off the chain. And the same thing with, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on with her and Finn, mm-hmm. you know, and Dr. Finn and stuff like that, but they need to shake these couples up a little bit. Don't put Donna back with uh, what's what's his name, you know. Um, why not try Donna with Carter? Why not? Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad match- matchup. I mean, seriously, why not try Donna with Carter? You know, um, we already talked about Bill and Brooke or Bill and Quinn, or, and, and I don't know what you would do with Eric. Bring somebody on, a new somebody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, so I just think that there are so many ways that they can do with those characters. I know it's not that many on Bold because it's a half-hour show, but my goodness, rotating it through the same group of people, it, it just ain't it for me. Yeah. What do you I think? Agree. I, I don't know if it's yeah. a, maybe it's a budget issue that they can't have more characters on, but they That's need, true. they got to do something because I'm, I'm about tired of the, and, and if they're going to, if they just want Brooke and Rich to be together, then just keep them together like they've done with Nikki and Victor and stop breaking them up yeah. and putting them through these stupid little storylines that don't make any sense. Just keep them together, create some other kind of drama that they can go through that doesn't have anything to do with them cheating or breaking up with each other um exactly just focus on everybody else's love life because good grief yeah i mean this this was ridiculous it really was you know so um we did get notification on i think um carla mosley put it out on twitter that she is officially out at the bowl and the beautiful carla mosley is the girl that played Maya Avant. And yeah, now I don't know if they're going to recast. Now I've heard rumors of recasting mm-hmm. for her, but I don't know if that's true. But Carla Mosley isn't playing that role anymore. Yeah. So, and then we also are having Zoe's sister oh, yeah. come on. Her name is. What was it? Destiny Buckingham, I think she's going to be, or it's something. I don't know. It's I forgot her name. Pretty girl. I don't know if anybody's seen pictures of her. Absolutely gorgeous. But it seems like besides the triangle that Zoe is, they're making Zoe create, mm-hmm. um, she's also going to be a part of this quad because from what I'm getting hints on that storyline is that she's going to go after Carter. The sister okay. is. 
that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm I'm thinking that um she's gonna be part of the November sweeps. I don't know if the girl has started filming yet. I forgot the actress name. And then also on the bowl and the beautiful, we got word that um oh gosh, Courtney Hope, who is was well, she still is. Um, Sally Spectra that played on Bold is now switching over as Sally Spectra on The Young and the Restless and she's going to be Chance's ex-girlfriend. So... That is a odd pairing. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. My question is, you've been in LA all this time. How are they going to write it where both her and Chance cross paths? Because he's been in Vegas before he came back to GC. So how are they going to make that work? He wasn't. He's been out of the um, he's been off camera for some years, so yeah, Vegas was the last. So maybe it was before yeah. the Adam thing. Yeah, it could have huh? been way before that. Okay, but if you think about it, okay, so when she, if they're going to have her keep the Sally Spectra name and just bring it over to GC, mm-hmm. and she has some affiliation with um, Chance at one point. For the last, what, three, four years or five, I think her contract was five years. For the last five years, she's been on both. So, I mean, unless she got some type of history prior to bold, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see how they cross, how these two cross paths, you know, for, or being an ex, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't so. think that'll be, that'll be difficult to put together. To me, if 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 they have Sally Spectra keep that same attitude and mentality, she gonna give Abby oh, yes. a run for her money. She definitely will. I I was yeah. I, I I was hoping that um, she was gonna come on there and they pit her up against Lola somehow with Theo, which I guess mm-hmm. they still could. Just because she's Chance's ex doesn't mean that they can't scoot her on over to Theo somehow. But I kind of like the idea of um, Abby having to deal with her. Well, here's the thing. I actually go- I'm glad you brought that up about Theo because I honestly believe those two on-screen chemistry would be absolutely awesome. I think uh, she will give Theo a, a run for his money. Because <laughs> you know how Theo thinks he's exactly. a, a playboy and um, how charming right. he is, and I think Sally will will definitely be a challenge for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Because, um, yeah. So those are some of the upcoming things I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm hoping we get to see Steffi again mm-hmm. soon, but maybe out of rehab or healthy or something and build on her relationship because they're doing a new um, intro Mm -hmm. for the show and I got a glimpse of some of the pictures of them adding the guy that plays Dr. Finnegan. They're adding um, I think uh, the new people that are coming on. I've seen Zendaya and Dr. Finn on the um, intro so far. Yeah, so it's it's good that they're going to be sticking around for that. And, um, you know, we'll get some whole new dialogue with these two, you know, with these new folks. So, 
All right, did we cover everything? It was that was the only two storylines. Well, if you want to say two storylines, it was basically just Ridge, Shauna, the wedding, Quinn, Brooke. Yeah. So. Yep. Now we're gonna have to endure. I don't know how many weeks of Ridge and Brooke being gross with each other. <laughs> And their flashbacks and talking about how much they love each other and how much no one will ever be able to tear them apart again and blah, blah, blah. I just hope that they don't drag out this whole thing with Eric's decision. Just make a decision and get over it. I mean, just move on. I'm sure Donna (laughs) will be lurking in in the shadows. Or either her or Katie. Because what are they going to do with her? She has nobody right now unless she go back to Bill, which, I, you know, especially with Brooke being out of Bill's orbit. So what are they going to do with Bill? I mean, they just got characters that they really could give some material to that yeah, they don't. They'll probably end up putting those two back so, together. You don't want them to No, back I said together? They'll, probably, they'll probably end up putting them back together. Let me ask you a question. What do you think about Donna and Bill? Well, that would be a little awkward since that's Justin's ex. Oh, that is right. Yeah. That is right. I forgot about that. Well, he's not a child anymore, but they haven't you know. changed. But yeah, they have a kid together. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I forgot about that. But hey, that ain't stopped none of them. They swapped so many people right on about that, that show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to us, it would be awkward, but on that, on the Bold and Beautiful, that's every day yeah, for right. them. Um, okay. All right. So we gotta we are at the end of the show. It was we had a lot to unpack. I'm looking forward. I haven't seen Monday's episode. So I don't know yet. Oh wait a minute, hold on. I did see Monday's episode. What am I talking about? Yeah, so we'll see what happens next week. So let's start off with your flip the script for Young and Restless and the Bold and Beautiful. And just to explain what that means is that it's what we would find as a storyline to create with any one of the characters of our choice from both shows. So that's what that means. All right. So go ahead. Um, Keisha, what's your flip the script for this? I don't have one for bold. I couldn't really think of one that I hadn't already um, talked about, Mm -hmm. but for uh, Y and R my flip the script would be um, this whole issue with Phyllis and her hotel. I want them. To, okay. I, I want. I'm. I'm wanting them to find a way to relieve Phyllis of those loans that she has, and I, I hope mm-hmm. she gets a leg up on Victoria. Like I hope that this doesn't turn into another battle with the Newman um, sister, with Victoria, like she had with Abby. Yeah. So I'm hoping that somehow um, she gets out of this whole um, this whole thing with. Victoria coming after her now because she tried to lure some of their clients over to her her business. I don't know how it would okay. happen with help, but <laughs> I just I just mm-hmm. want Phyllis to get I want her to to get a break. Okay, gotcha. And you no, say you I don't have one. I can really bold. think of one for bold that I already talked about. Okay. Um. I didn't have a major flip the script. My major flip the script was for bold, but if I had to choose something um, with um, with the young and the restless, it would just be for Victor and Adam to work together to counteract um, 
you know, to counteract this whole thing with what Billy and Victoria mm-hmm. is doing. Um, you know, if they came up with something, because those two, like you, we were saying other, those two earlier, those two would work the best, work best yeah. when they're together. So I would have liked to seen that. <clears throat> My flip the script on bold is having whatever conversation that um, Quinn is about mm-hmm. to have with Eric. I want her to walk away, honestly. And um, before she walk away, allow him to be mad, take accountability for everything that she participated mm-hmm. in this, but at the same time, hold him accountable to part of this with regards to her marriage and says, I don't care what you're going to do, but I'm not going to allow a man to allow someone to disrespect me in my own marriage. Yep, you know, and say, yeah, that would be nice. What'd you say? Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, she she's yeah, she got caught up, and she needs to take accountability for the fraudulent stuff, the lies, the scheming, all of that. At the same time, you know, I mean, she can't tell Brick and Bridge, or I should say Bridge, Brook and Bridge, what they need to do. But that's her husband. You gonna have to have a conversation with him and say, look, you know what? I can't continue to be in a marriage where I'm always got to defend yeah. us. Basically, from somebody second fiddle. Else. She been being second fiddle to Brooke. Correct. I'm not. I'm either. I'm your priority right. or not. You know, and he'll probably be like, "You've always been my priority." Yeah, when it comes <laughs> to drinking martinis and looking good in front of the family, but when it comes when people come up against us, you leave me in the wind. I'm not yeah. gonna deal with that. You know, so yeah, I gotta take accountability. I was wrong. I shouldn't have had Shauna in, in the middle of this and what I did with Carter and the text message and the marriage annulment. So yeah, I gotta own up to that. But you know what? Guess what? You yeah. gotta own up to us. So that would be my flip the script with that one. So mm-hmm. it was a good show, girl. I enjoyed every minute of it. So you guys, please feel free because I'm seeing a ton of you watching more and more every week. We're reaching leaps and bounds in other countries across the globe, and I really appreciate that. You do have the option when you see this to share it with others if you are in other groups outside of other social media platforms or whatever, and you enjoy the show. Share it with someone else who probably enjoy the show as well. And as I mentioned before last week, I do have um, a YouTube channel. If you are into romance reality um, TV, which includes shows like Bachelor, Bachelorette, Married at First Sight, Love Island, um, Ready for Love, those type of shows. There's commentary over there. It's actually called Romance Review TV. Come over there, check us out. And um, we talk and review all of those type of romance review channels. I mean, TV shows. So, if anything else, you got anything else, girly? Anything on your end you want to nope, put out just there? the only podcast I do, so. Okay. Excuse me. Something went down the wrong pipe. Um. <laughs> don't you yeah. hate that hold on <laughs> let me get some water mm. I started laughing 
But yeah, I mean, even if there was anything that you wanted to recommend, hey, you know, I saw this nice item here. You guys go check it out. It's okay. You can share that with whoever. So give you that option. Yep, no problem. So if there's nothing and nothing else, um, thank you guys again for um listening. And we would see you next weekend on CBS Soap Recap, where we, we uh recap the week of October twelfth through October sixteenth. And um other than that, stay happy. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.